full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Hey, welcome back. This is Iris, and we are ready for another episode of Where We Landed. Um, This podcast is designed to share the stories of people that live in Marion and Grant County, um, and we are so excited to share stories. Um, I am here in studio today with, uh, on my left, I have Miss Alicia Hazelwood with the United Way. Hello, hello. And on my right, I have Miss Kylie Jackson with the Marion Grant County Chamber of Commerce. Hey, everybody. And we we have some fun in store. Is is this the last of our trivia, Kylie? This is this is God, the last. Okay, the final week. So I'm going to pass it over. Let's, All right, let's finish it up. Okay, for those of you playing along at home, here's your reminder. <laughs> Iris is leading. She Woo-hoo! has three points. Our guest has two points. So Tashima, you are welcome to answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guest today is Tashima Davis. We'll introduce her momentarily. And then tied in third place are Alicia and Scott. Or you could say tied in last, which is what you're trying not to say. <laughs> I prefer to be positive. Aw, thanks. Tied for the bronze. As long as I beat Scott. Okay, well, good luck. You got to answer one of these correctly. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So this is the last week. I'm not, I still haven't decided what we're playing for. I know. I said, what surprise? Um, we'll figure it out. Perhaps just a slap on the back. Sweet. And <laughs> check a, it out. In it's the, show the notes. first to answer, too. So if you know the answer, right. Tashima, yell it out. So as a reminder, this game is a game that I found in my grandmother's things. She was a te- school teacher. Um, it's Indiana trivia. It was made in 1978. So none of the answers. <laughs> Are Tashima's eyes just got huge. <laughs> She's like, what? Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Limestone and coal are the two most valuable minerals of Indiana. What is the third? <laughs> if we you were. Made the crickets. Where are the crickets? Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> Crickets, <laughs> right? Um, limestone. I'm trying to and think coal. of what my minerals are. <laughs> I don't embarrass yourself with <laughs> minerals. Um, I don't. I don't even know this was a mineral, I'm, I'm so I'm not sure say about it. Quartz. <laughs> Does anyone else have a guess? <laughs> what are those geodes no, made of? Nobody else even wants to embarrass themselves. <laughs> uh, clay is clay. the answer. Clay is quartz. a mineral? I, yeah. I'm surprising to me, too. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. It's the stuff I can't dig through in my little garden right? beds. Uh-huh. All right. It's a mineral. Learned. I didn't realize that was a mineral. I had okay. no clue. Okay, ready? What's unusual about the Scottish Rite Cathedral dance floor? I should know this because I've been in that building. I've been in that room. I'm part of the Masonic Mm -hmm. family. And I have no idea. I have no excuse as to why I shouldn't know this. It's movable. No. Okay. (laughs) Not not accepting. I don't know. (laughs) It's a floating floor. Not accepting. So my clothes. Mm. All right. It moves per se. Okay. Oh, does it move in a circle? No, it's oh. not Hamilton. <laughs> it's not Hamilton. <laughs> it was from 1978. 
hey, you never know. That wasn't really the reference. I was thinking more of those restaurants that move around. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only think in Hamilton. So. <laughs> okay. Um, it's 19 inches thick and on springs. Oh. The more you know. Okay. I, I, I probably won't retain that. Just this, so um, this question reminded me um, of a question that we asked last week. If you remember last week's episode with Steve Schrader. Uh-oh. Okay. Ready? When do you plant root crops? Something moon. Under <laughs> the full moon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the dark of the moon. Yes! Oh, oh, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> in the dark of the moon. As Kylie what? pulls all of the right. volume down. Wow. Yes, give her Sorry. a point. In the dark of the moon. That was Thank good. you, Steve that's Schrader. A, that's exactly what's written on here. Very Thank nice. you, Steve Schrader. That was yeah. that was a very good hint. That was a really that was good a really hint. good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, what did he guess. say last? Uh, he yeah. I prefer to plant them in the ground. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, potatoes. it was a dad. That's why he I remembered it. Joke. It was, it was about about a dad joke. It was about planting potatoes. Well, the question yeah. was something about when do you cut uh, fence, fence posts? posts? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Then he told was... a jad joke, which made me yeah. remember it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. Good stuff. Steve. Okay. Woo! Uh, winner, winner. So, winner. So Iris is, is the winner. I beat Scott. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't even care about winning. I just wanted to beat Scott. Okay. I'll let you know what your prize is soon. Yes. Uh, until then. Okay. I'll turn it over to Alicia to introduce today's guest. Yeah, so I'm super excited to introduce all of our friend to Shima Davis. Mm-hmm. She is an amazing artist here in our community. We're very grateful to have um, her artwork all over Grant County. She's also teaching a lot of young people the uh, art in our school systems and stuff like that. And it's been lots and lots of fun to get to know her and her passion and check out her studio and i'm excited to learn even more about her so i'm just a little bit of a fangirl so thank you to shima for joining our podcast today and we're really excited to learn more about you so we'll jump right in why don't we you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you landed here in grant county Okay. Um, thank you for having me. First of all, this is super cool. And this is a first for me. So I'm a little bit nervous, but no one can see me. So it doesn't matter. Um, I landed my first teaching job here at Marion High School. I was a split position. So I taught half the day at the high school and the other half at McCullough. Um, I fell in love. Uh, I always wanted to work in a demographic that was similar to the one I grew up in, in Gary, Indiana. So I knew what I was getting into. I was super excited about it. And um, I was, you know, at Ball State University where they have the teacher's college. We all um, go around the arena to get interviews or what have you. So I kept going by looking at different signs. Nothing said art. And I was like, oh, no, I was having that little breakdown. So I called my mom and I was crying. I was like, there's no job for me. And everyone (laughs) told me there would be no job. And then I went back around because she gave me the mom pep talk. Thank Mm -hmm. you, mother. Um, I went back around and a guy just pointed me out. He was like, hey, you, you over there, you need a job. I was like, I do need a job sir but i don't see anything on your thing that says art he was like no worries call me at this number at this time and you'll have a job and i was like well this is kind of fishy i don't know (laughs) um but uh long story short he was good friends with the principal and also the superintendent and 
they saw something in me. I like to say that, you know, God saw that I needed this job and he he planted me here. And I've been here ever since. So that was back in 2011. Um, what is this now? 2011. I've been here quite a, quite a while and I love it. So. <laughs> Time yeah. isn't a real thing anymore. No, okay, good. No. I'm so, so behind. But. Did I answer the question? You absolutely did. So you were not born and raised here. You came here. Mm -hmm. And so that explained where you came from, which was Gary, Indiana. And you landed here in Grant County because of teaching. Yes. So you said you fell in love. Was that Mm -hmm. a college love or did you find this person here in our community or? Oh, you're talking about that kind of love. No, I mean, I was fell in love with You said you fell in love. I thought you meant that's where you met Keenan. No, no, no. I met Keenan and um in Muncie. That's so. a different type of love. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're gonna make me blush. So now I fell in love with teaching and with the students oh. and the staff mm-hmm. and just the atmosphere. It felt like home. So that's what I meant. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Um so tell us more about um before college. What about what was what was it like growing up in Gary? What was your family like? Siblings? Where are you in the order? Oh, that you guys want to know everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. we <laughs> so want to know. I am the oldest. <laughs> I pride myself in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I love it, <laughs> baby, <laughs> um, baby. <laughs> I grew up with a sister and two brothers. Um, my mom and my stepdad. Uh, my mom and stepdad got married when I was eleven. So before then, I was like you know the little mommy, and <laughs> I love that. But my siblings did not. Um, And I was the kid who was always a little different, a little off, you know, so I was always in my own little mind space. If I wasn't playing mom, then I was playing artist or teacher or leave me alone. I need my peace (laughs) or asleep. Um, But I didn't know that I was an artist. Everyone knew that I was a creative person. And they would just say, oh, that's they call me Nikki back home. Oh, that's just Nikki. You know, she's a little different. But I didn't have anyone to say, no, you're an artist and this is the way you should go for mm-hmm. your life. Um, so I was more concerned with just being a big sister and helping the family out. Um, and my mom had me as a teen. So her goal for me was to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. And as long as I graduated high school, she was happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was an honor roll student the whole time. I That was my job to make my mom proud. Like, oh, I'm going to do this for my mom, you know. Um, and then I surpassed that I went to college and then I surpassed that I went to the military I surpassed that I went to get my master's and then here I am teaching and then also a business owner so a lot of firsts um, came through me which I'm kind of very proud of (laughs) so to hear my mom say that I'm very proud of you I know that that's it's a long list of reasons why so um growing up I always wanted to make her proud so whatever she said was gold like oh no boys in high school got it no boys and everybody's mm-hmm. like you didn't date no my mom said no <laughs> um I need to learn how to be like your mom <laughs> yeah I don't know I think I was afraid of her because you know she was a, a tough woman but mm-hmm. I also respected you know mm-hmm. I knew I knew the situation that she was in as a teen parent and I knew our family dynamics so I was raised by my mom is five no, my mom is one of five sisters. So there was like no men, you know, mm-hmm. so I knew that um, she had a lot on her plate and that it took the whole family to get me to where I am. So I don't know, as a kid, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Like, you're so amazing. Like, how did you do this? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always mm-hmm. carry that respect and, and honor for her. Um, my siblings, not so much. <laughs> so <laughs> they were kind of, I don't know. 
if they're listening, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I loved Gary and, um, when I think about art, the only art I really saw was graffiti. So I had a great love and respect for graffiti, but mm-hmm. I didn't go to museums. I didn't go to galleries. I didn't do mm-hmm. any of those things. So inside of my heart, I was like, one day when I'm old and I have money, I'm going to open up a gallery and I'm going to be that that place that I didn't have. You know, mm-hmm. so that was my dream. And I'm thinking like, oh, I do that when I'm like late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to now, God like, no, you can do it right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. but how am I going to do this? So it, I don't know. But yeah, I loved Gary. We grew up in the projects. So when people hear projects, they think of like poverty and and gangs and robbery and things of that. All that took place. Yes. But it was more so community that I loved. Like Mm -hmm. I can walk up and down the street and everyone knew who I was. So Mm -hmm. it was um, because of my grandmother, because of my father, everyone knew like, you know, hey, don't bother that kid. And um yeah, it's just I always love that, like knowing having everyone know know who you are, mm-hmm. I guess, and feeling protected in a a time where we were the murder capital of the world. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. all you hear when people say Gary, scary Gary. That's where you're from. Yes, mm-hmm. I am, but it's it wasn't that. Yeah, mm-hmm. my yeah. home was built on love, and we didn't have much, but we had each other. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so in in thinking about that space mm-hmm. you're talking about, like I plan to be 60 and have a gallery mm-hmm. obviously you're not 60 you're much no, younger than that and you have this beautiful gallery and mm-hmm. this space to be and it's somewhere that I know I've gone I am not creative I have no creative bones in my body whatsoever so you always my mom, say that and it's stop still saying true. it but um my mom saw the opportunity to come and take some of your classes and mm-hmm. so we're coming and painting for her birthday the little Grinch hand with the nice. ornament mm-hmm. for Christmas for her birthday. So um, tell us a little bit about your gallery and what made you pick that particular location and the types of things you do there. Okay. So the gallery name is Echo Art Gallery. And I chose the name because I wanted it to be a place where I can bring up artists or community or anyone and show them that they too are an artist. It's just a matter of finding what type of artist you are. And then hopefully they can echo that same love and desire into other people. So that's why the name Echo. I love that. Um, and I, again, feel like this was God given. I, um, Working at the high school and having the kids not have a local place to display their work was first how I kind of went down this this trail. So I was traveling to Indianapolis. I was traveling to Fort Wayne and all other areas just to exhibit their work and put their stuff in shows. I was like, well, I don't want to get back on the highway. Like, I'm over it. I just want something here locally. So I kept telling people like, hey, we need a gallery so I can show kids work. Hey, we need a gallery so I can show kids work. So every Mm -hmm. time I... Um, knew someone was listening to me, I would say, hey, we need a gallery. (laughs) Or, hey, do you have a space? Um, And then eventually somebody handed me a flyer and was like, you should compete in this community pitch night. And I was like, oh, okay. So I panicked a little bit. I talked to my husband about it. He was like, no, you're going to do this. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. Um, So I competed and I won second place. And that fast forwarded my 70-year-old plan to my now 37-year-old plan. (laughs) Well, then 37-year-old plan. And um, I won. So I won second place and that gave me um, a space at the Boston Hill Center, a few months free lease, and then COVID happened. So I had to close the doors. And while the doors were closed, I did live videos which people loved and it was really helpful for me as well to boost my morale and you know it was just a a a dark time 
Um, but during that time, I also did a lot of praying and was like, okay, God, I can't afford to pay what they're going to ask for when I go back. So what are we going to do? I need a bigger space because I grew within just those few months. And then I was driving down Washington Street and I saw a little sign in the window. And then I met um, the landlord and he told me what the price was. And I looked at Keenan and Keenan was like, yep. And I said, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> um, and that space is beautiful. I love the woodworking. I love the tall ceilings. And now I have outgrown that space. Mm. Um, but I don't want to leave it because I really, really love it there. Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm rambling. What was the other part of the question? <laughs> no. no, that's okay. good. That's okay. good. I love that space too. I was actually uh, Congressman Dan Burton's office when I worked for the congressman over nine years ago. And so we were in that building. So it's always fun to walk in that building and see how she's modified it and changed it to be be this new beautiful space with all the natural light in the front. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So while you while you have that space, um, talk about the the things that uh, folks can do when they come in there. Okay. So yeah. right now, my main focus is the art classes. They are only ten dollars a class, and everything you need is there. So the reason the price is so low is because I don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't afford to come. Mm -hmm. um, and then especially for families who have more than one person who wants to paint, I wanted it to stay reasonable. Um, when you come in, you come, you sit, you find your seat. Right now, people are coming like a half an hour early. And I'm like, oh, gosh, this You're is here. getting out of, right. This I, is I don't have everything control. out yet. Yeah. <laughs> but they come, I think, for two reasons. One, to get to know me a little better. So we always have great conversation. And then two, to secure their seat because the space is small. Um, but when you come in, we do leaded classes. So I go step by step and you leave with a successful painting. So my favorite part is someone coming in and saying, I can't even draw a stick person. I'm like, no worries, we're painting. So drawing's not included, <laughs> um, but it's it's a good time. And I love it because I get to meet new people. Mm -hmm. um, and then my other part that I haven't been able to focus on because I have a full-time job is finding local artists who don't know that they are professional artists and giving them the wall space to display their stuff. Cause being an artist is kind of scary to say, Hey, look at my stuff. Cause you're always afraid people are going to say, well, that sucks, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so having free wall space to show your stuff and to get a, get a feel of being a professional artist is hard. Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of those things that I'm really passionate about. Like I had a guy contact me. He, re he wants to be, nameless i think that's how you say anonymous he wants to say anonymous i'm like hi yes okay anyway so um he came in and he was just overwhelmed by the fact that all of this was free to him like mm -hmm. me pubbing his work me showing his work me selling his work and just hanging his work that's all free to him and he was just blown away and it made me almost want to cry and i was like yes this is why i'm doing it this is why i'm here um but that's my passion so to do the classes for the community and also to be um a display space for up-and-coming artists so, and students. I mean, and I, I don't know how that works. And um, so would someone normally in a gallery, would they take a commission? Is that what they would normally do? Yes. Yeah, so if you're normally trying to show your work mm -hmm. in a gallery, the gallery takes a huge um, chunk of your money if you make any. Mm -hmm. And some galleries you have to pay to exhibit and oh. or you have to compete to be part of an exhibition. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you're just a person who sits in your basement and you have this love and this craft, but you don't have the funds to do those things, then you just stay in your basement. Mm -hmm. so. um, we've taken a number of your classes. Mm -hmm. um, my daughter is very creative. She 
loves it. My son, on the other hand, he loves it, but maybe not quite as patient as he is. Um, I just want to give you a shout out and I just want everybody to um, hear the experience that we had. I mean, you are so patient and you you. are so encouraging (laughs) and they both just have the best time when they come and when they do that. And they are very proud of what Mm -hmm. it is that they've created. Um, So I think that I don't know where that well of patience is that mm-hmm. you have, but I probably would like to find it. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really great. Like, and my, my daughter is really rough on herself and mm-hmm. she wants things to be perfect. And, and you were just so kind and gracious. You were like, it looks great. It, mm-hmm. You know, you were just so encouraging. So thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. for sharing. I think, yeah. I think the patient comes from knowing the value of art and knowing the value of, someone being proud of something they've created. So just getting you to that point or getting your kids to that point is very important to me. Um, I've had older women come in and just had a rough day and just completely like break down and crying tears. I'm like, it's going to be okay. We can do this. And, you know, at the end of the class period, it's like, oh, thank you so much because I needed that. And to me, like, I tell my husband, it's kind of like art therapy. You know, you come in with all these issues and you leave with this successful painting, but you also leave with a friend that you know is listening. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's who I am. Mm -hmm. You're part painter, part therapist. Yeah, Yeah. you know. (laughs) I just need to get a a degree or something. I don't know. (laughs) Well, and that's that's really great because I feel like, you know, this um, series that we've had this last, um, these last so many episodes have, we've definitely focused on, you know, how do you de-stress or how Mm -hmm. do you take care of yourself or what, you know, when you're just at that high level of just, I need a break, mm-hmm. you know, what do you do for a break? Yeah. Are you asking me I'm what asking do I do? You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm asking you. Sit in the corner and yeah. cry. Um, <laughs> well, but no, I that's think, second. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think my my faith um, is what keeps me grounded because mm-hmm. I get the question a lot. How are you doing all the things that you're doing? And mm-hmm. I, I pray a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that's not always my first. My first is going to Keenan and flipping out and crying yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, he comes me back down and tells me, you know, to follow the steps that led me here. And that was through prayer and through God and also community. Like I can be dead tired. And if I know I have a class, as soon as I walk through the doors and I unlock it, I'm, I just light up. And I think it's because that's where I belong. Mm-hmm. That's my happy place. Um, creating is just I don't know. It's just my happy place. So if I am down, if I am exhausted, if I am like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I have to create something. And it kind of like brings me back together. Like I took November off and a lot of people were not happy. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of the community friends are like, no, you need it. Yeah. We can see that you need a break. So take a break. Um, but usually it takes me to burn out to realize, oh, I do need a break. Oh, maybe I should go sit down. <laughs> or maybe, hey, Keenan, let's go to Tennessee because I need to get away. So another um, thing for me is I have to get outside of my workspace. So I got to leave the city because if I don't, I'm going to find something to do. Like, oh, this person needed me to do this. Or, oh, I need to do the work on this painting. Or, oh, I need to finish this book. Or, oh, I need to do this mural. But mm-hmm. if I'm away from the city, then I can break. Yeah. I can relax. And that's usually me sitting on a couch just staring at a wall (laughs) (laughs) because if not I'm gonna end up doing something mommy related wife related work related Mm -hmm. this episode of where we landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County the United Way's mission is to build stronger families we believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community to get involved contact the United Way at 765-662-9811 
So you mentioned um, the murals and mm-hmm. finished this book. You painted a beautiful mural for my mother-in-law. We got it for her for Mother's Day on one of her fences. Mm-hmm. And we see your work all over the county. So why don't you share a little bit about doing the mural work and going from painting on canvases of varying sizes to these large outdoor um, pieces of art that are around our community and then the book work that you're doing as well. Okay, so with murals... As a kid, I always wanted to paint my walls and my mom said no. (laughs) And it was because I wanted like one wall to be purple, one to be teal, one to be orange. And she said, absolutely not. So I just kept that inside. Like, okay, one day I'm going to do it. I don't know where (laughs) or when, but I will. And then growing up seeing graffiti on the trains mainly, but it was always large and anyone can see it and anyone can enjoy it. So not being able to go to galleries or museums and things of that nature, I drew a liking to these murals but they were graffiti walls and I just thought it was so awesome because even me who can't afford to go to these things I can still enjoy and interact with this work of art and it doesn't cost me anything and I can look at it as long as I want to or until the train moves then (laughs) then I'll see some new work coming through um so now fast forward it I was asked to do a mural at the cinder cinder wellness and that was the start of murals here for Marion And he was like, hey, I'm looking for a student to do X, Y, and Z. I couldn't find a student. So I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. Is it okay if I do it? And he was like, sure, you can do it. And then it just snowballed from there. I love murals because anyone has access to it. Mm -hmm. And I love them even more so outside because it forces you to react. Whether you love it or hate it, you're going to have a reaction. And to me, that's very powerful. So I wanted to make sure I am always the displaying things that I believe in and that's things that are beautiful and things that can show like love and unity so I won't do anything that's controversial or anything that's going to like start a riot or anything like that because that's not who I am Mm -hmm. Um, I love to paint brown faces because my face is brown (laughs) and I like to paint you know who I am I Mm -hmm. feel like the truest art or the art that people loves the most is where they can really see and understand the artist um a reflection of yourself. Yeah. yeah. So you're giving us a little piece of yourself. And yeah, I love that. And I, I love um, color. So mainly all of my murals are pretty bright and <laughs> full of color. Color just makes me happy. So I love to use a lot of color. Um, and I think with uh, I was asked by an artist, I was like, he asked me, how do I get get the next job and luckily for me it's been word of mouth like hey Tashima did this maybe you can contact her and she can do this for you and I'm like yeah I can do that I don't know how Ryan, but I, I'm down for it and that's how it it happened so um, I think I'm on like mural number 20 and that has just been in the past few years um, so I haven't been doing it long, just a couple of years. And then with, did you ask me about the books? I did. Okay. <laughs> and then the books is my next love. So with the books, I have seven published books. And the first three was a family affair. So the girls took part, Keenan took part, and then I also took part in writing and illustrating. Um Zeta, my oldest, is a storyteller, natural storyteller. I think she's going to be some sort of performer, although she says she's going to be a doctor and we're pushing for the doctor, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see um, what happens there. Uh, She was telling these stories to Amia, who couldn't talk, who was my second child. And she will always tell these stories like when we're in a truck, I drive a truck. So as soon as I put the truck in reverse, she would get, 
you know, telling a story or a countdown. One, two, three. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cute. And I, I wasn't paying any attention to it at first. I was like, they're quiet. They're good. We're going to make it to our destination. And then I started to really pay attention. Like she's really telling the full story. There's a beginning, a middle and an end. This is amazing. So I'm driving. So I can't like, you know, text it on my notes or whatever. So I was just, just trying to remember the stories that she was telling. And I got the first three and then she stopped. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, are you sure? Like, what do you think about a tiger? Yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to get her to tell a story. But I wanted it to stay authentic to yeah. who she was at that time. And she just stopped at story three. So after that third story, um, she was having some issues with her identity. And she was at a Christian school where she was the only brown kid almost in the whole school. And she would come home and say, oh, I want I want my eyes to be blue. I'm looking at her like, what are you talking about? Like, what? And then she'd come back and say, oh, I want like white hair or like yellow hair. And I'm just like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, yeah. because as a African-American woman, I take pride in the ne uh, the texture of my hair, yes. you know, and the brownness of my eyes mm -hmm. and the, the skin tone, you know, of my brown skin. And to have my baby not see those things and value them broke mm -hmm. my heart. Yeah. So then I'm telling, I'm talking to people to see if this is normal. And everybody's like, yeah, she's five. She'd be fine. I'm like, no, I think this is how we start our self-esteem mm, issues, you yes. know? And I don't want her to have these kind of issues mm -hmm. because she's a beautiful kid. And I'm not just saying it because she's my kid. Like, she's really a beautiful she kid. She is a beautiful kid. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it was like so, a chorus. Yeah, just, yeah thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, it, it broke my heart. But then I had to use the tools that I had. So as an artist, I can make a book for my kid. I can yeah. put her in a book and I can show her the beauty that she has. And I can tell her these things. And and so that is how I did book four. And I wasn't going to sell it because it was just for her. And then I was talking to somebody else. It's like, no, other girls need this too. Not only like black girls, but other girls, period. Right. And I was like, okay, I'll sell it. And then at this time, Amia was of talking age. And she was like, well, where's my book? And I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> okay, kid, what do you want your book to be about? Mm -hmm. And she is my creative child. So her book is more about, it's called Amia's Shenanigans. And it's just that. So mm -hmm. each page is a different adventure for Amia. And she is a critic as well. So I would sit and draw my iPad. And she was like, I don't like that. And I was like, what do you mean you don't like that? I was just spent all these hours drawing this. No, I don't like it. And then she just run upstairs like nothing and I was like what I'm sitting there broken <laughs> She's like, you. Dream. Dream. Yeah, it's like, what is you gotta start over right yeah. so then I I found myself like catering to my kid like do you like this please tell mommy you like this please because I love it already so it was it was a fun experience so so, so far your toughest client yes yeah. very much so mm -hmm. um and then let's see book five was about the girls again. It's called Imagineers and it's about them cloud gazing, which I don't think we do enough stuff like just sitting in the grass and looking at the clouds. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is my story. So it is called, <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> Everywhere I Am. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's called Everywhere I Am. Um, and it's just about how uh, I felt like I had a relationship with God at a very young age due to my upbringing and how I felt always felt protected. Um, although I was growing up in a rough time in a rough environment. So that's what the last one is about. And then we have, I have like five more, but no time to do it. Um, <laughs> so I'm also illustrating books for other people. Um, I have a huge mural project coming up that I am trying to find time to start this month. And I have commissions because it's Christmas time. So everyone wants a special painting for their loved ones. Um, still got the gallery, still trying to hang on to the strings of public education 
and remodeling my house, my new house, filling up my new house that my <laughs> husband bought me. So it's been a busy time, but a good time. I'm tired. Just I, I know. know. <laughs> Every time you tell me everything you have going on, I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very under accomplished. Oh, God. For everything. I feel like you have more hours in your day than I, I do. I know. And that's the thing. Like, I always tell myself, you know, Beyonce has the same amount of hours as I do. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to max out this, this time. But because she has paid help. That's what I was going to say. I know. I'm that's what venture. people say, too. Yeah. But I'm like, when I like, I like watching documentaries. So when I watch stuff about her like she maximizes the work time so if she's going to get ready for a tour or whatever it's like non-stop practice mm. so i'm like okay i can do non-stop art i got this beyonce you have nothing on me you know so, <laughs> I, I don't know she does non-stop practice on one set of choreography oh, for yeah. one yeah. show that's yeah. gonna be done over yeah. and over and over and over mm. again Good you point. just said i can do non-stop art in the classroom <laughs> and in my studio and outside and special projects and these books and oh, yeah true. so i think beyonce doesn't have anything on oh, you because you. again <laughs> yeah that's so, a lot. Um, that needs I, to be her tagline, by the way. Beyonce, Beyonce is nothing on her. <laughs> She's Grant County's Beyonce. Oh, baby, stop it. <laughs> can you sing? No. I can uh, dance, but I cannot sing. I see. There you go. Now, I have to giggle because your husband, Keenan, and I joke all the time because my husband, Steve, is very creative. Mm -hmm. And you and Steve share back and forth your art mm -hmm. creativity with each other. He built specifically designed benches for her mm -hmm. yes, uh, studio. And, I them. and <laughs> then he bought one of her pieces of art and Keenan said, well, I'm married to her and I still don't have the piece of art that I want from her. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm married to Steve and I still don't have the bench that I want. <laughs> so I've always yeah. enjoyed um, just watching and being on that side and how you really do pour into other artists, not just, you know, um, artists that paint, but mm -hmm. that do photography or that build things, that type of thing. And it really kind of opened my eyes um, to see art in a very different way mm -hmm. and to kind of see it around me all the time. And then just your passion for the fact that your kids didn't see themselves in something. So you created something mm -hmm. where they could see themselves in, yeah. in that space. So just, yeah, really blown away with the, the stuff that you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. No there wasn't a question on in that, was there? No. Okay. Just a, a, just a, <laughs> just a brag. Just a brag. Just point. a brag. Okay. Okay. To kind of then give some space for question okay. thought. Okay. <laughs> See my my question, um, you know, you talk about you know community support and things like mm -hmm. that. What in Grant County, um, like, are the it, are there any ways that you draw inspiration? Like, what yeah. are the things that you see around you in our community that help you? do what you do people like mm -hmm. this like now mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I have a personal interaction with each of you mm -hmm. and I have personal relationship with each of you and that mm -hmm. just encourages me to keep going especially like when I'm doing murals um, everyone has a different you know pay bracket that they're at so if someone says I really want this but I can only afford this I'm like well just tell me your budget and I can create something from that budget mm -hmm. and then being able to see that person have this work of art and be so proud that they have it they own it that they had yeah. some hand in creating it I love that and it mm -hmm. just makes me um, want to do something awesome for someone else mm -hmm. um, so I don't 
I don't view it as my art is around the city. I view it as the city has an opportunity to engage with art. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at it as like, that's mine. You know, yeah. I look at it like, oh, there's, there's some art. Like we we have yeah. art here, you know, and I, I just love that. But that's my inspiration. Community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I feel like I, I would be curious to know. So yeah, you're doing all of these things that are like, it's outward art. Now the books are probably more your own personal, mm-hmm. like you said for yourself, they were originally for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it that you said being in the environment fills your bucket, but like when you feel like you're being your most creative and like expressing yourself the most, mm-hmm. what is it that you're doing? Um, painting. Painting. Okay. Yes. Painting a brown face. Um, I don't feel like I have time to work on my own personal art. And for the longest time, I had to build my portfolio so that people know, oh, she is an artist. Oh, she's kind of good at this, you know. So I was doing art for other people, which I'd love to do, um, but it doesn't leave time to do art for me. Um, So I've been trying to find ways to do art just for me. And it's funny because my family wants me to paint, you know, landscapes and things that will sell and abstract stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just want to paint a a beautiful brown face. That's what I want to paint. Primarily women. That's what I want to paint. That's all I want to paint. And then, you know, they're like, well, I don't think that's going to sell. And I don't think I'm like, oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) But (laughs) so um, in 2020, I had my first solo show. And to me, that was me introducing myself to the community and the world as an artist. This is what I like to do. And this is what I can do. And Mm -hmm. that show selfishly was 38 pieces all about me. So (laughs) every Mm -hmm. piece was a self portrait. And at the time I was 38. So that's where it wasn't anything clever. (laughs) It's like, I'm 38 (laughs) years old. I'm gonna make 38 pieces Mm -hmm. and all 38 of them are going to be me. Um, So that's what I did. And I loved it because the community came out. It was at Indiana Westland Mm -hmm. and the 1920 gallery and they came out and they were so receptive and it was like, this is so good. I'm just like, you mean it? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And it, it was just amazing. So Mm -hmm. after that show, I committed to myself, like every year you're going to do a show using whatever content Mm -hmm. that is important to me. So this is 2021. I have a body of work that won't be shown until next year but it was made for 2021 and it's about my girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next body of work that's going to be displayed in 2022 is titled Ma. And that's going to be at Ivy Tech. And it is about um, 10 influential black women from Marion. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. I can't I wait. That. So that's yeah. what I've been working on. When you have I dates. I got one finished. Yeah. When, <laughs> I saw you, you posted like an ask, I think maybe it was on Instagram mm-hmm. or yeah. something. And it yes. was like, send me influential black women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. To see yeah. Me. This is going to be great. I think I yeah. sent you a few suggestions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And what was amazing is I got more than 10. So I only wanted 10, but. I was flooded with all these great women. Some women I've, I don't know at all. And then some women I'm like, oh, yeah, I agree with this one, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing to have the community like say, oh, yeah, I can get behind that. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just the black community. It was everyone. Yeah. Like, hey, I have these names. Hey, I have these names. Do you know this woman? I was like, this is amazing. So now I just need time to get it all done. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get that list and maybe we can get some of them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And then that would be maybe great. we could yeah. match up the podcast with the art showing as well. That would be sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm an organizer. It's all yes. coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together. I love it. 
Tashima, when someone is visiting you in Grant County, someone's coming to see you or something like that, where do you take them? What do you show off about our community um, to people visiting? Um, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. So we go and eat. <laughs> so um, whenever we have someone new in town, we always take them to the, the next new spot. So we've introduced a lot of people to Los Amores, a mm-hmm. lot of people to Obi's, um, mainly those two. <laughs> so yes. we, we really love to eat. Um, so we always brag like, oh, no, you haven't had the best barbecue or you haven't had the best you know, Mexican food. We know these people and they're awesome. So yeah. that's what I do. I, I show food first. Um, and then <laughs> Kina will say, but she did. And then yeah. he, he starts to yeah. brag on me. And I'm like, OK, enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, food, restaurants first. Nice. Um, you've mentioned Keenan a couple of times. Anything you anything more you want to tell us about? Keenan or your relationship or what was um, it earlier? Your love. What was it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I feel that way about my husband. So I just yes, assume. yes, I do love Keenan Davis. Um, he is a State Farm agent and uh, the only African American State Farm agent here. We have quite a few, um, and I am most proud of him because his reputation is clean, um, it's pure. So if you know Keenan, you know him. You yeah. know, like he's not one person to you and then someone else different to you. Um, he is very proud of his work, his family, um, and his faith. And that makes me a proud wife. So mm-hmm. we've have had some struggles. Um, although this is in 2021, we still deal with, you know, racism and things of that nature. And it can be hard. You know, I, I'm the only one that hears it cause I'm his wife, but he still gets up every morning and puts on his game face. And he knows that, Although we have some, just like a garden, you have some weeds, you know, but if you look at the whole garden, you can see the, the beauty of it. So in our community, we have some very strong backbones that support him and keep him moving forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's, it's different, but it's worth the trials and tribulations, yeah. I guess. We could have a whole episode with yeah. Keenan, couldn't we? Yeah, you could. And yeah. he's a talker, so he will love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I do. I love him a lot. And he, I admire growth. I feel like if you're in the same spot this time next year, that's a shame. Yeah. And with him, I can say during our relationship, every year it gets better. Every year he grows. Every year he pushes me and I grow. And it's just, I can't wait to see what the next year holds. So. That's my love. (laughs) See, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) So good. Um, So I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. So we like to kind of share with our audience and we kind of tend to be a little bit nerdy on this as well Mm -hmm. um, in regards to what you're currently reading, watching, listening to um, when it comes to what you're shaking. I'm saying nothing. She's too busy. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a reader and I know that's terrible. I want to be so bad. I want to be a reader and a runner. I don't have time for either. (laughs) So I do. uh, I do. Well, not right now, but I was listening to a podcast and it is the thriving Christian artist by Matthew Tommy. 
Um, I love his podcast because one, he's an artist. Two, he's successful. Three, he's a believer. And he gives away information. I feel like he gives away these free nuggets. So I'm always like listening to him and writing stuff down. So if I am in like one of those slumps we were talking about before, I'll play one of his podcasts and he does what you guys are doing. So he interviews artists and they just share their story. And I'm like, I feel encouraged. I'm like, okay, such and such did this. I can do this. Um, and what am I watching? Now, I love Special special Victims Unit, mm-hmm. Law and Order. SVU. I always feel like I'm a detective. Like, <laughs> I'm always looking for te- uh, taillights <laughs> knocked out or something. Like, right. I know the you time, got- the place, and the license plate. You, you figured out before the detectives, <laughs> yes, right? I yeah. got it. I am yeah. on the case. Yeah. Um, but I love, yeah, I love that. But I, I watched them all. So I was binging that for a while because I don't sleep very well. So I kind of fall asleep to the television. So I was going through, I went all the way back to season one, then all the way up to, I think they're on 23 now or 22. And then I don't have any new ones to watch. Do you have have, um, dreams? After you fall asleep, no, watching, no, watching no, no. <laughs> right? You would think that. You I mean, I don't, I don't watch that, but I no, I, I, I kind of get the premise of what the show's about. Yeah, not at all. I just feel like I just helped them solve the case, and I can sleep now. <laughs> I don't feel. I don't feel. You would think so, but I don't know. Maybe it's because of my upbringing, but it's just comfort to me. Okay. I can't do like zombies or that kind the, of stuff. Oh, yeah. Bad yeah. guys caught. So yeah, you, don't have to worry you can about go to anything. sleep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're not caught in that episode, and I have to wait until the next one. Oh. But they still get them. So. <laughs> they always get them. Yes, they always get them. Well, we are so thankful to have you here. Was everybody done? No. Okay. Sorry. I got, I got the look like, wait, I have one more. Um, this time just has gone by so fast. And we are so grateful that you've come in and shared your story with us. Um, I'm grateful to know a little bit more about you and that mm-hmm. you've shared that gift with us. So thank you so much for coming. And you'll have to keep up with us and let us know, you know, those opening dates. Um, and we definitely want to come and support that and be a part of that. And we look forward to seeing all the beautiful things that you want to share with us so well, thank you i appreciate yeah. that and i can hear keenan saying well you didn't tell him about this this and this oh but we what, can do that another what is time. it what is it what we, else did you think of I anything was gonna else say we can do a, <laughs> yeah. do a follow-up episode <laughs> yeah. oh we could do a couple's a episode couple's, oh. that would be embarrassing uh-huh. <laughs> it'd be fun times yeah i think, I think we, we should do, do a couple's a episode. episode and then we can say make sure you listen to each other and then do the couple's yeah. episode yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be sweet yeah so. Well, we could have the girls on too. Oh my Ooh. gosh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I would encourage all of our listeners to find Echo Gallery on your social medias. Please um, yes. search search it out. Um, follow the things that are happening. Go to one of her her canvas nights because it is lots of fun. And your mural work is on expressive expressions, right? Is that where? Yes, I have so many hats. But <laughs> if you go to either tnicole.com, that's the easiest one. Then okay. from there, you can find all the outlets. Great. And yep. where, where can folks buy your book? Books, excuse me. They can buy them at the gallery. At the gallery. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so stop in the gallery. That, those would be some great Christmas gifts, right? Yes, absolutely. Would be. Thank you. For 2022. since it's february February. (laughs) okay we'll figure out this podcasting thing yeah we will we'll figure it out um but thank you again so much for coming and uh thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next time see you next week bye
Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.